0: I'll get started here too. These times, definitely, there's a lot of sports. I know you're, you have been and probably still are um, um, an engaged athlete. There's so many sports metaphors right now that you, uh, you can pull out for sure. So as people are coming in, good morning. Obviously, a reminder, you guys are muted. And a reminder that uh, Conduit, this, this particular uh, subsection of Conduit is a tribe of leaders and owners that are following Jesus and recognize that we're in a battle, a daily battle. And um, I've got a—we've been doing this long enough, Nick, that we've got a recurring. You're, you're a recurring um, leader to uh, to lead us this morning. So I appreciate you coming back. And uh, let me just launch us really quick in prayer. Good morning, Lord. Um, we welcome you into our lives, into our conversation this morning and uh, we just thank you. We thank you for the gift that you've given us this Friday, and um, we do recognize that we're, we're in a battle today, and uh, we just ask you to help um, speak to us through Nick to help equip us, encourage us um, that we could be good uh, servants of yours today, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Nick Manning, Manning Contracting. Welcome back.
1: Yeah, thanks. I uh, I'm always shocked when I get asked, especially on this type of call. I get asked on a couple of different calls, but when it's a Bible study call, I'm asked. When I get, I'm shocked when I get asked to talk. I'm really shocked when I get asked to talk twice. <laughs> I uh, I noticed last week, or yeah, was it was last week. You gave the gentleman, and I forget his name. I apologize. He was awesome, but you gave him a lot of grace for following Brian Tome. Um, and I just would like to, I'd like to make it public. I'd much rather Brian Tome than Corey Carlson.
0: Yeah, uh, I thought
1: Corey yesterday just smacked it in the mouth, and it was uh, it was like perfectly timed for what we needed. So,
0: yeah. um,
1: so thanks, thanks Jerry for for having me on.
0: Yes,
1: I thought today I'd kind of talk around a myriad of topics. Um, you know, first and foremost, I was listening to a podcast when I was working out this morning, and uh, I listened to a lot of John Maxwell, and mm. he used a great term that I think is is really relevant right now, and I've I've used the the messaging to our team that. It's really easy to be the captain of a ship when the water is really smooth. Everybody looks like they know what they're doing because there's, there's no waves. There's no wind. It's just you're cruising. you got a, a Bud Light in your hand, and, and things are nice and calm. Uh, a true captain shows up when water gets a little rough, and John Maxwell made the mention that um, uh, leaders are not created in a crisis. They're just not, right? They're not created in a crisis, but they're revealed in a crisis.
0: Yeah.
1: And – I think that that hit home with me because one of the things I want to talk about today, I'm in a, a men's Bible study on Tuesday nights. And right now we're reading a book about David, the great book if anybody wants to get it by Charles Swindle it's called a man of passion and destiny. And most recently we talked about David and Goliath and in, in the chapter David fighting Goliath and David talked about his wins. Well, not David, but the author talked about David's wins throughout his life and how David celebrated his wins. And I've gotten feedback in my, Past and, and and really present um, that I don't celebrate wins very well and that I focus only on the losses. Yeah. Um, and it talked about how God equips us to find little wins and, and celebrate those wins. And it talks about how David kept the paws of the bear and the tiger and quite frankly cut off Goliath's head and took it back with him to the tent. And it talks about the four lessons that you learn. And I thought it was very relevant with what we're dealing with. And in the terms of the book, they they compare Goliath to our own personal Goliath. Whether that Goliath is your fear of losing money, your pornography addiction, addiction your you know name what it is, your 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 general lust, your um, sharp tongue. We all have a Goliath that we're fighting. And the author talks about the four things that you learn while you're fighting your Goliath, uh, and and how your trust in God makes it David and the dwarf. And that's generally the chapter that he talks about is David and the dwarf because compared to God and the faith in God, Goliath becomes very, very small. And so what I wanted to read was the giant lessons worth remembering. Mm. And then I have a few words and, and then we'll get going. Um, so winning victories is extremely significant. Remember them. Where do you keep your, mem- your memories? Do you quickly pass over the victories? Break that habit. God doesn't waste victories. When he pulls something off that only he can do, he says to us, now don't you forget that. In Old Testament times, God had his people pile up huge stacks of stones as reminders of his winning various victories on their behalf. Those stones of remem- remembrance would remain for all to see and remember. Four lessons emerged from the significant battle from David and Goliath. Remember them well. And so this is where I want to get into it. And, and the reason I thought we should read this as leaders is right now, there's a lot of turmoil and there's a lot of uncertainty, right? I'm sure yeah. your, guys got, your guys' people are wondering what's going to go on. Are we going to keep having jobs? Are they going to shut us down? And, and I think as a leader, it's important. We're allowed to be uncertain, but we can't be unclear. Mm. And at the end of the day, I think we have to lead with clarity on how we're going to approach things. And I think one of those ways we can do that is finding these wins because inside we can have all this crazy turmoil, like what's going to happen. <laughs> Am I going to get the PPP? Am I, you know, how's this going to affect, we, you know, Jerry, we've had 1.9 million in jobs that have just, We've disappeared between our commercial and residential business.
0: Yeah.
1: But to the outside, quite frankly, mm-hmm. like we have to have the sharpest level of clarity that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. It was really easy to be clear and, and, and have purpose a year ago when we all had two year pipelines and, and everyone in this industry knows the, the backlog was incredible. But I think now mm-hmm. is the time when our employees, quite frankly, their employees and they work with us for us, mm-hmm. they need to be led with clarity. And so he gets into these four points. Number one, facing giants is an intimidating experience. We can look back at David's bravery and victory with the perfect hindsight and safe distance of 2,000 years. But humanly speaking, imagine what it must have felt like to face the intimidating presence of that brute, even with the eyes of faith. Yet David said, my God is greater than he. So right now, the giant could be coronavirus. It could be a a large payroll that you're you're just trying to chip chip away at every week. Whatever it is. It can be intimidating, but God is always bigger than that. Number two, doing battle is a lonely experience. No one else can fight for you. Your Goliath is your Goliath. Someone else might say, don't worry about that, but to you it's a Goliath. Mm. And nobody else can battle him for you, not even a counselor or a pastor, not even a parent or a friend. It's lonely, but it enables you to grow up. It's on the lonely battlefield that you learn to trust God. This reminds me of um, people have said in the past – you know your emotions lead you right and everybody has a fear emotion It's i know we're not supposed to and the bible says that doesn't add hair to your head fine but everybody has fear inside of them i think the key though is like is your faith greater than your fear and if your faith is greater than your fear that dominant emotion is going to win so when you're fighting this this goliath on your own you have to figure out a way for that faith that vision to be greater than your fear because the dominant emotion at the end of the day is going to win
0: that's
1: good. And then number three, trusting God is a stabilizing experience. David brought, Goliath, brought down Goliath with the first stone. His aim was true, and he didn't miss the mark. We can't know for sure, but from every indication, he didn't have the jitters when he went into battle. He was stabilized by his trust in God. If you tackle the giant in the flesh, you cannot get it done. You'll lose. But when you have spent sufficient time on your knees, it's remarkable how stable you have been. Mm. Number four, winning victories is a memorable experience. We're to remember the victories of our past. We're to pass on our line and bear stories, our own Goliath victories. I would imagine, and certainly I think anybody that's had a good modicum of success, it's hard to win to celebrate those victories. We created a board in our office. This is just based on that feedback. of, of It says "Win of the Week." Everybody from our bookkeeper and design folks down to our, our labor guys on on staff, they have to write every week a win that they had, and I'm sure I'm not recreating the wheel here great. but the purpose of that is and there's a cooler outside and you get a beer or you get a pop whatever you want um at the end of the day on friday you write your win everybody kind of hangs out right now we stand really far apart from each other uh you have a drink that next monday i create a i write a newsletter and i highlight the wins of the week and i write a little note and hand them out to everybody That's good and the purpose of that is just the reality is we got guys people are swinging right? our backs against the wall and you're swinging and it's really easy to, to miss the wins and to worry about the losses and 20 things could go good, but if one thing is going bad, that's all we all focus on. Mm -hmm. I think God wants us to remember those victories, especially as leaders. We got to make sure that those folks remember the victories. And and there's a reality that those victories will will create a waterfall effect. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I know people say that God will meet you where you are. And I agree with that. But I I also think God meets you where you step, not where you stand. Mm
0: -hmm. And as leaders,
1: we have to step into that faith and to to, to guiding folks. Um, and just kind of like a, 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 as we're sitting here and we're trying to figure out what to do. And quite frankly, I have a real low tolerance for people that complain, uh, on all levels cause we all got it good and everyone's got something going on. That's harder than what we do.
0: Yeah.
1: One of the, one of our customers that we're working with right now, Jerry, you, you guys will end up installing the glass. We're doing a, a big, uh, interior and addition in Hyde park. Mm-hmm. He's 35 years old. He's got two young kids. He's a cardiac anesthesiologist and I was texting with him yesterday and I had no idea where he was. And he was like, for some reason he assumed I knew. And he was sending me pictures talking about how crazy it is and how bad it is. And uh,
0: hmm. he
1: sent me pictures. And I, go, I was like, dude, are you in New York city? And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I volunteered. I came out, I came out here a week ago. I'm not here for three weeks. Wow. And I mean, he's stepping over bodies to get into the hospital. he, he, he had a, a patient on a bed for, that was dead for 18 hours because they couldn't free up a bed to get into the morgue. And it's like, everybody talks tough until tough shit happens. Excuse I mean, You probably don't curse like I do Jerry, but uh, <laughs> it's like, there's a, there's a reality there where it's like, okay, I'm not going to complain if it rains on this, this weekend and we're all stuck inside. Cause that's a true man. That's a leader. That's a guy that got up. He moved. He's a, he's a faithful man. He moved and he knows he's equipped to help patients and he took an oath, and he stepped into it. And as leaders, like there's a reality that we took a note, like we started a business, we helped feed families. Like we have to step into this fire right now, mm-hmm. celebrate the victories, have faith in God and, 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 and give incredible clarity. And I think for me, like that's been ringing true through my head um, as we've been battling here.
0: So good. So good.
1: That's all I got, Jerry. That's about it.
0: That's, that's all you, good as I can get. I,
1: that, I, I, that's I don't know. I, that's, it's not very good, but it's what I got.
0: It's awesome. No, you did. You did a great job. And one of the things one of the things that um, one of the things that I noted early on uh, when you started talking this morning is that um, most of most of you guys, if not all of you guys, um, many times don't uh, realize the impact that uh, that that you might have speaking to us. And so I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure I'm speaking for all the people that are listening now or those that listen to this on tape later today, is that as you, you discounted yourself early on and we're sitting here and I'm looking at a coworker while you're talking and I'm like, that is dang good. So you, uh, you knocked it out of the park. I appreciate you having the courage to come on um, and for the people that came on before you and, for the people that are, uh, that are following you, Corey, or sorry. <laughs> sorry.
1: Following Corey. See, we can't get Corey out of our head.
0: I know, Corey. <laughs> um, but, the, but the guys that are following you, Nick, um, are, I'm sure are thinking the exact same thing. So I love you. I appreciate you. Uh, will you, um, will you pray us out this morning?
1: Yeah, absolutely. If you guys don't mind, I am going to slide in my customer's name because I found out about this all last night. So yeah, we got a bunch of prayer warriors on here. I'd, I'd hope you guys would find yeah. time to pray for. He stepped into the fire.
0: We
1: will, uh, Lord. Thank, thank you for the opportunity to get together. Thank you for Jerry that he takes the time and and energy to put together a group of of men and women leaders in this industry that that can talk through things, that can pray for each other, that can have faith in God uh, together. Lord, we ask that you help mm-hmm. us give clarity to the folks that look up to us and depend on us. Mm-hmm. Ask you to help us step in your direction, um, and 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 make our faith overcome our fear. Mm. Lord, I ask that you with Brian Kelly right now as he's in New York City battling and 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 stepping into what his oath was as a doctor to help uh, heal patients and and save your your children. Quite frankly, mm. through this uh, coronavirus, yeah, um, so. just ask that you're with him. You're with his wife because she's home with the kids, and I'm sure she's wasn't thrilled when she found out he was going and they're not even in their house. Cause we kicked them out to do their project. So give her some grace and help her to uh, get through this as well. Lord, uh, we just ask that you help us take on this Friday. And, and uh, like I said, with clarity and, and high faith and be the leaders our, our folks need us to be. And um, appreciate you standing hip to hip with us as we, as we
0: battle. Lord, uh, thanks again for this time In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well done, my friend. Have a great Friday, everybody.